0: positive about when this episode drops what will come tomorrow but anyway girl yeah (laughs) listen
1: yes we are in election season and when this episode drops i see the sun shining but the blinds are closed so (laughs) i don't know what it looks like outside
0: it ain't shining on you quite the same
1: but yes when this episode drops you know i don't i don't i don't know I'm, I told you I'm apprehensive, I'm nervous,
0: I'm fearful. Oh, I'm, I'm nervous. My anxiety been on 15. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it's been, yeah, it's been really high because it's a bunch of folks not acting right. So, Have you um, voted yet? I did. We went on Thursday, the, the, uh, the week that early voting started we went that thursday uh once the wait times were down and we only waited like 30 minutes and we were concerned because earlier in the week you know they had the crazy it was hours long it was hours long for early voting and that was ridiculous but me and um my husband and our little first time voter my son didn't go which he He didn't go with y'all? He didn't go with us. He had a, um he had a music lesson that okay. he was waiting to do and we didn't know whether we were gonna make it back in time and that was like the first time that he has not gone with me because normally he goes and like helps me that's what i used to call it when he was younger and he used to be loud in the voting booth you gotta vote for <laughs> such and such to. i'm like boy of you don't shut up up here in this red county <laughs> telling everybody who i'm voting for over oh here. my goodness that's funny he used to be so loud but he didn't go this time but yeah we had our hour new voter so that was exciting too. so interesting
1: because i voted on thursday also okay i think it was thursday now you got me going back to looking shit but i know it wasn't wait voting opened on monday
2: Mm -hmm. the 12th Mm -hmm.
1: and then so it was crazy if it wasn't thursday we went on wednesday but anyway we went the the, week it opened also
0: when it had started calming down because yes yeah i don't i don't know and someone said where we voted um it, i didn't hear the conversation but still heard them talking about the other some other thing that was a cause for the time that it was taking people because some you know, other yeah, I I thing well that, like,
1: so i vote in cobb county georgia
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't know if Cobb County is red or blue. It's red. It's
0: it red. Is, it It is reliably red. I know yes.
1: that I noticed a lot of the incumbents were Republicans. Mm-hmm. Um, my congressman is Democratic. Mm-hmm. Um, I had someone say to me earlier in the week that my county is the largest or has the most Republican voters than any other, I think maybe county in Georgia, mm-hmm. which doesn't mean that it has the highest percentage in, you know, we're in Metro Atlanta County. So
0: right.
1: with definitely more people here than right. it is in, you know,
0: like some of the rural places, some of the
1: rural places that are 100%. Red. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so, but I saw my main uh voter what do you call it P- the poll that Home you place. know is usually open for early voting they oh, was trending easy. right up there with your area
2: mm-hmm.
1: for the wait and i had originally planned to just pack up my park chairs and bring cooler and sit out there all day mm-hmm. that weekend because uh, mm-hmm. i personally do not did not trust the absentee ballots mm-hmm. they got me scared i don't want my ballot to say absentee Mm-hmm. I didn't I just didn't want to even walk it up in there so mm-hmm. I committed to and interestingly enough I have found in these times of COVID that when I'm going places where a line is required I, I went to the airport about a month ago
0: mm-hmm. and
1: the TSA line people was not giving me my six feet
0: oh no I see.
1: so I would give the person in front of me six feet right and
0: so try to set the precedent for those right. Come behind. right but the folks
1: behind me now they're not up on my ass like they used to be
0: right
1: so I so now have my close. personal space but I don't got my six feet right in the UPS if they don't got stickers on the floor then people don't give you your six feet yeah yeah but true. I will say they didn't have stickers on the floor well they have them on the floor once you got inside but outside on the sidewalk yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: but people were still trying to, they were using like the lines of the sidewalk to kind of gauge distance. Where it
0: was. So uh-huh. I
1: felt, I was I was pleased about that. And the area that I voted in, I know is red, because we have had encounters with people in that area that have said we are never going to that area again. Like, we wouldn't go to the grocery store over there. We went over there to the grocery store one time, and I almost had to cuss the bitch out. Mm-hmm. But that's where the line was 30 minutes. And I knew that because of the handy dandy app that Lord, they have on yep. <laughs> on the on the website, yep. that tell me the waiting time. Yep. Yep. So I looked it up when I got home. It said thirty minutes. I said, "Let's go." We got in there at six o'clock. We were out by six thirty. Yeah, six
0: forty five ish, whatever, something. And see, it. we had actually requested our ballots mm-hmm. just in case because I was like, "Who knows what's going to be happening by the time we vote?" So right. we requested our ballots, had received the ballots. But all the whole time I was like, it was just in case. But then even once, you know, once we were waiting for them to come and then definitely once they got here, I was like, you know what? I don't want any shenanigans. Right. So we going to have it. And that's, you know, our just in case type thing. And we need to vote that way. Like we will be voting, but I would rather go ahead and punch some buttons. Matter of fact, I would really love to slam dunk my ballot in somewhere. (laughs) Wait, you don't put
1: your ballot in the little machine for a defense? Yes, scene? but I'm
0: just saying. I'm saying, okay. like, see, look at you being literal. No, I'm saying figuratively, I would love to be Listen. able to, like, oh, just <laughs> slam dunk these ballots. But yeah, so we, we actually, and I, well, it's too late now, but, you know, I, I learned that all you have to do is take it to the poll with you. Oh, we didn't yeah. even open our ballots. We took it to the poll with us. They put like a nice little thing on it. And I even checked online where it said the absentee ballot had been or the the one that was issued had been canceled. Oh good. I was gonna voter, ask about that too. Because that would have been another concern of mine. They put it all in the little in your voter page, on your voter page on the um website that it had been canceled and the reason and it said voter turned in at polls. And then I was able to see where we actually voted in person and that was accepted. So we have all completed our civic duties. Let's pray. (laughs) So
1: I have my son. Did he vote in the last election? He, I think
0: he, I think he should have
1: voted in the last election. However, we lived, he lived in North Carolina at the time. So I'm mm-hmm. going to say that he did not because he should have gotten an absentee ballot. From and we know that my child, <laughs> what'd you say?
0: I was saying from here, but it would have been from-, from He
1: was California, in North Carolina actually. and he should have voted in California. Um, he would have done absentee. He probably just should have registered as a local voter in mm-hmm. North Carolina, actually. But my, my son is the king of- chill path of least resistance and sometimes the path of least resistance is just to stay your ass at home (laughs) and not Mm -hmm. do
0: anything (laughs) like oh well
1: so I think this will be his first election Um, I had to fuss at him some months ago because I don't think he voted in the primary Mm -hmm. well and I think he went to go register to vote but it was too late to vote in the primary at that point Mm -hmm. Um, but he did register for this uh, in time for this election, mm-hmm. so um, he works until seven thirty. Mm-hmm. So he did not go vote with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, he needs to go early. So I need okay. to remind him to get up to yeah. go on his next off day. Which honestly, I can't believe the polls are open on Sunday. The poll is open today.
0: He could go today because he's off today not be because i think a lot of people don't know so he probably yeah. would be able to get in and out yeah he probably could a lot of people yeah a lot of people don't don't know that they're open on Sundays. so
1: so i had the conversation with him but i think this is you know i've been reflecting on our role as black women and i think it's a, a hot topic of conversation now because of the democratic uh vice presidential candidate Mm-hmm. who is your soror
0: yes
1: kamala this harris it's
0: kamala, so kamala. It's kamala Harris.
1: Mm-hmm. yes and it's funny because i was actually watching there's a show on hulu called mrs america
2: mm-hmm.
1: i didn't want well i saw the uzo uzo aduba was on as shirley chisholm mm-hmm. um so but i was job i was turned off by the show But there was another show that came out right before it around the same time, I think, that was supposed to be about um, the women's suffrage movement. And I'm just turned off by that. I'm just turned off by how we as black women are excluded. Mm -hmm. During the suffrage movement, we were excluded from that movement. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: We're excluded until we're needed.
1: We are excluded, and that has <laughs> continued seemingly to perpetuate throughout history, and so when I saw Mrs. America, I thought originally the show was just profiling all these different political figures, um, and actually, I think I thought it was a show about Sh- Sh- Shirley Chisholm, Yeah, I
0: did and then
1: upon further investigation, that it was not, so I did not watch the show. Somebody yeah, a long time ago told me to watch uh, just the Shirley Chisholm episode, and so I did do that, Okay. Um, and it was interesting because the premise was basically, I, I might, I'm probably going to go back and watch the show now because there are some heavy hitters.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, you know, good acting is good acting. A good story is a good story.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it seemed like the, the focus of it was how Shirley Chisholm was running on a platform that was supposed to encompass issues for black people and for women and that her her whole her whole like modus operandi was i am not a black candidate i am not a woman's candidate i'm america's candidate Mm -hmm. and how ultimately it seemed like people to her face were supporting her Mm -hmm. and gassing her up but behind her back, they were like, "Well, she doesn't really represent my issue." Right. So Gloria Steinem was like, "Well, maybe we can finagle it this way because I really just care about, you know, right. these issues right here."
2: Right.
1: And so ultimately, um, Shirley Chisholm was was she was gathering delegates and she was she was getting some headway, and then ultimately. She dropped out because I think there were just too many forces against her. Mm-hmm. And she was wanting to wield that power to um get herself the vice presidential selection for McGovern, who subsequently lost anyway. Right. Uh, but when she when she uh lost her delegates, she lost that power to because her delegates would have in theory rolled automatically over to him. Right. So anyway, that was um I think that was relevant to 2020.
0: That's all well, you know, I would I would go off on a tangent and say it's always relevant anyway, because, you know, like lavender is to purple. Okay. Um, there we go. Get, you know, that's it's part of being a womanist, right? So but it's just interesting because to that point we talk about how black women have been the most reliable um, yep. voting block of the democratic party. Most now, loyal,
1: most reliable.
0: For a long time. Most. Yep. I mean, and you know, you, you want it done, you get a black woman. It's kind of how the Democrats treat us in theory. Mm-hmm but i I, will i guess we'll come back to that so but what why is it that some of um i guess why is it that we are the most reliable and the most loyal voting bloc
1: and it seems that we're like it seems like we're that in general uh, because
0: always right
1: right because i mean when you reflect on the black lives matter movement right you know that started in response to the the killing of Trayvon Martin right and we turn up and we turn out right for the people we care about and the issues that we care about but when it comes to our issues when it comes to our concerns we seem like we on the island by ourselves
0: yeah and it's even funny we didn't talk about this but that, that was kind of, I didn't, I haven't read, I still haven't read the um the piece yet, but I watched the visual of it, but that was kind of the thing that Megan Asalian was talking about. Oh, Her, you didn't I see didn't it? Other, I, I saw the video. I didn't read the article yet that she actually read. Oh, wrote, the, yeah,
1: because, you know, New York Times, y'all be tripping.
0: Yeah, I want you to have a subscription and all this mess. That's my thing with them, but. <laughs> y'all <laughs> be, be tripping, really, like, it's really a pandemic. Yeah, just give me the the uh, content for free, <laughs> but I did. Watch <laughs> but I did watch the video, and that's kind of you know what we're talking about is kind of what she says. Like we always show up for everybody else, mm-hmm. you know. Everybody know, and and people know. Like it's not even like it's a secret, you know. And like I I kind of mentioned earlier, like it's just almost baked into our DNA that we show up for everybody else, you know. But we have to take all these side snipes people but we're we're not single issue voters and we're not ones who will generally vote against our own interests anyway no but no but i think to that point we black women are like women i will say women across the board in general are master multitaskers like that's that's just what you know you you have two x chromosomes that's what you do black women we take that junk to a whole different level. You know, we, we we back in the day used to raise other folks' kids and then we raised our kids. And, mm-hmm. you know, they weren't working outside the home, but we were working outside the home while we were taking care of their kids and our kids. I mean, you know, like we, we just do this multitasking thing.
1: you know. That was why my say, mother did not support the women's um, rights movement. Why? Because she said... Why do I need to fight for me to go to work? I already been working. And white women ain't been working.
0: See. And she's she did not tell a lie. No, she did she, not. She didn't tell a lie. So but the point in, in that I'm making is just that I think that there's such a privilege in being able to be a single issue voter mm-hmm. that black women just don't, we don't have, first of all, but I'll, I almost think it goes against who we are to even try to do that. Like, we're just not, we're not just trying to say this is the one issue that's important to me, so... I'm right, and that's what we candidate. were talking
1: about before And that yeah. a lot of the Republican voters seem to be single-issue voters, right. and they only care about that one issue. Right. And that, in and of itself, is extremely selfish to me. Like, yeah. I get why they feel frustrated about being pegged as racists because they're voting for a racist. But in their minds, I'm not voting for a racist. I'm voting okay. for someone who is going to allow me to keep my gun. I'm voting for someone who is going to...
0: And time out. you actually give them a pass that I don't, but continue. I'm
1: not giving them a pass. I'm telling you where I think their mindset is. Okay. I'm not okay. giving them a pass. Okay. Okay. Because I think it's bullshit. But <laughs> I'm telling you what they think. Okay. You okay. feel me? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, I just want to keep my taxes low. And I'm reading that book, Home Going, by, mm-hmm. I don't know how to say her name, and I don't want to butcher it. Mm-hmm. But her first name is YAA. Mm-hmm. And her last name, I think, is like Gyasi, G-Y-A-S-I. Mm-hmm. And she was, the book is, um, it's fascinating. But one aspect of the book, this man who is a descendant of a chief and also uh, the child of a white slave trader, a high-ranking white slave trader in like Ghana, or something like that. And he's courting this woman who just, she's just a, a villager. She's, you know, I guess a peasant. And she says that she won't, she's not interested in him because he's a slave trader, and he trades his own people.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And he sees the, the, the duality there, and he, he talks about how it's gonna happen regardless and so anyway, the mindset is, if it's going to happen anyway, I got to get mine while I can get mine and take care of my people
2: mm-hmm.
1: versus trying to, I guess, spin your wheels and fight against what's going to happen anyway.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Constantly having your being under the thumb mm-hmm. of the oppressor. Mm-hmm. And so it it all clicked. I was like. These people don't feel like fighting. They're like, "Well, shit, somebody's gonna be on top, so it may as well be me." And that made me so mad.
0: Mm.
1: It made me so angry. I don't know if that has anything to do with what we're talking about.
0: Why did it make you angry, though?
1: Because. Don't say why did it make you angry? Because I am someone who cares so much for other people, and I sacrifice so much of what I have because I'm concerned about what other people need or don't have and I feel like as long as I am okay why can't I help other people mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: but you know situations pop up in themes and right after I saw that I watched a movie where this man told a story about this wealthy man he had all of his money all of his money and the wealthy man saw that there was suffering in the world and he was like I can do something to help. I have money. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And so he gives away all of his money Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and they're still suffering. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So he's like, well, what else can I do? So he goes out and works hard and he ends up in poverty, right? He has nothing now. Mm -hmm. So then he gives away, he starts giving away his organs. Mm To help
0: people. This
1: was on FX, huh? No. I'ma remember it, but I'ma remember it, and I'ma tell you. Okay. It was. This is just a story that the man was telling. Uh-huh. The, right? This wasn't the actual movie. Okay. 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 It was a parable. Gotcha. Thank <laughs> you. That the person was telling. Thank, thank you for that. Somebody's clip. listener's gonna be able, like, I saw that too. Because I'm like,
0: this is this is no. So
1: finally, he like he gave his life, right? Because it was like that was all he had left to give and there was still suffering in the world. And so the dude was like, so what are you trying to say? That's
0: the point, mm-hmm. Right,
1: like, are you saying he gave his life for nothing because they're still suffering? And the guy was like, well, that's the question. Right. And you have to answer that the best way
0: you can for yourself. Right. And I think that's the thing, again, you know, kind of what I was mentioning about how I feel like, we just feel like we have to take care of everyone and you've seen a lot of um, celebrity white women say this or, you know, allies. Um, a lot of my, you know, white female friends it's it's been like, we got to follow black women. Like what we got to do what black women are telling us to do. The ones who are true about it. Because at this point, you, you can look back over history and see this is something that we're we're true to like we're not generally approaching this with a what's going to work just for me and my family right type of that's not how we're going to use our vote we're going to do it as like a what's going to help my community and and what's going who's going to help the issues that i care about you know yes i might be me and you both we know a lot of women who are very educated, who um who are very educated, who make a lot of money, you know, who are in dual income families and they have a lot of money, they would absolutely, generally benefit from a Republican president. But we're not, yeah, I'm gonna say we're not stupid enough to be like, okay, yeah, our taxes might be great I like how you were like people. am i gonna say
1: stupid i'm not sure yeah i had to pause yeah said. i'm
0: gonna go stupid i'm gonna go <laughs> stupid i'm just going the path of least resistance i'm gonna go stupid Ooh, know, someone, okay we might be able to keep more money in our pockets but ultimately i do still have a family member that needs some you know some social services you know i do still have um a family member who or some family who's not living in an area where their schools are the greatest so right, yeah, right, right. You can go. You can go ahead and, and take more of my money. I'm cool with that. You know, right. that's how we think. <laughs> you know, that's generally what we're about. But and so that that goes back to what I was saying. Like we're just not single issue voters. Right, right, right. You know, and then even the people that want to do the whole, you know, well, I just need to vote for someone who's pro life. I'm pro life too. Ultimately, but mm-hmm. I'm pro everybody's life, not just a pro fetus life. Okay, can we can we talk about the
1: difference? No, let's not. But there is a difference between pro life and and uh,
0: anti-abortion. And and nobody who's pro-choice is advocating for abortions. Who the hell want to kill babies right. just all willy-nilly? Like, oh, shut up! You kill a kid. You kill a kid. Yeah. You kill yeah, a that's, kid. That's not what this is about. So mm-hmm. people, shut up with that false equivalency. Like that pisses me way off like (laughs) just stay the hell up out of my uterus how about that okay how about that (laughs) so anyway but I think what's funny though is that um kind of sticking to tv show tandems but the blackish episode where Bo was um you know all into like she had gotten into like the feminist
1: oh and we have the girlfriends
0: reunion yes yes much touted very anticipated girlfriends reunion yes where yeah she had first started going to the, the group and she was all active and you know excited yes. about it and mm-hmm. everything and had taken diane and it was you know diane was like mm, i don't know being diane right um but then when bo realized that these people had some blind spots mm-hmm. You know, that goes back to exactly what you were talking about. You saw in that episode with with, uh,
1: yes. with Shirley Chisholm. And I had a friend who, this was a real life thing, where she was so excited to go out with the pink hat ladies after the 2016 election.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think they went during the um, uh, swearing in. What do you call it?
0: The inauguration? Yeah. yeah. I- and yeah, and I, I said then and I said it recently because I was not was down for the calls. recently. I'm I'm not marching no damn way. I do what I need to do at the polls right. every single time. Yes. What I need y'all to do is go and get your fifty three percent sisters right. and bring them into the fold because I ain't marching nowhere, especially when it's cold. Bump that.
1: Right. So she was so excited <laughs> to go oh, out and I guess they had marches all over different cities, did. all over the country. They did. No. And mm-hmm. she was like, I was like, why are you, why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And I was like a big bubble buster. I should stop doing that. But <laughs> busting people's bubbles. Cause she was, you know, she was just like, it was so empowering. It felt so good to be out there. And I say, yes. And whose issues were they talking about? Were you talking about yours? Exactly. Cause
0: likely not.
1: And that, you know, we're going to follow up later with, uh, we're going to, uh, there's a book I want, us to read together and okay. discuss okay. that's called hood feminism mm-hmm. um but i read an article that kind of touched on some of those elements that are discussed in hood feminism mm-hmm. and it talked about how black women who as you said earlier are the heart of the party the most reliable voters mm-hmm. but we don't always see the benefits from our support and that's kind of what that book talks about which is what we should go into later um but yeah how there's disparities in education when they gonna Mm -hmm. fix it right how there's um uh not equality in pay when they gonna fix it right how there's um health inequalities Mm
0: -hmm. we can't
1: even go to the doctor and y'all believe that we in pain Mm -hmm. because y'all think that we lying
0: the birth mortality rates for black women. It's unfortunately, ridiculous. I mean,
1: yeah. And I sat in class with this little white girl who said, just so that we're clear, it's still like a less than 1% chance that you're going to die in childbirth. So don't use that as a reason to not have a kid. Like, I'm just saying, I'm not trying to diminish the, you know, the issue of the mortality rate, but don't she, think that's don't let that be the reason you don't because it's still less than one percent.
0: She's Bitch. she all lies mad at you in real time. Well,
1: she wasn't talking to me. <laughs> she wasn't talking to me because somebody else brought that up in the class. The girl was like, you know, I'm actually afraid to have to go to have a child <laughs> because of this. Cause that was not too long after the Serena Williams <laughs> came out and had told her story about how she was on the table <laughs> and she knew that you know, her blood blood clots was acting was up. Life. And, um, and if it can happen to Sabrina Williams, who do you think you are? Yeah, she started responding to that chick. And I was like, if this chick don't shut up, because that's the same argument they're making for COVID. Well, you still have a 99% rate to not right. die. Except well, who wants to live with them long lingering symptoms of COVID? Right. You either die or you got freaking brain fog and headaches right. and right uh whatever for the rest of your life they live with some you, crazy
0: shit and then if you have some underlying issues don't think that you're gonna get what um what donald Trump and chris christie and all that super good right you know, super good drugs and that super great care that they got like, right you if you want to with high blood pressure and try <laughs> if you want obesity try if you want. being older but anyway
1: but that made me also think about Dina. Um, remember that election a couple years ago in Alabama? And I don't remember who the Democratic. Uh, Doug Jones. Yes. And mm-hmm. it was Roy Moore he was going up against. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. black, women black women who showed up day. and showed out. Black women I saved the day. Something, like, something like 98% of Black women came in and yeah. saved the day
0: there. And they knew it. And the thing is, though, Like that percentage, when they actually, like, that was a big story. But then when they actually started looking at it, and it was almost like a light bulb went off in somebody's head, but they Uh started looking back on a national level, and it was like, this shit ain't new. We've been (laughs) doing this for a minute. This has been the percentage of, like, you look at the Black women, although I know you say you didn't, and I do know more Black women that didn't vote for Hillary than I've probably heard of Black women not voting for a Democratic candidate. But mm-hmm. even still, those who were not enthusiastic for her still accepted the responsibility of, you know what, what you got to do, what we got to do.
1: Yeah, I know and several people who did her. not vote for her. Yeah, and, but, and there were some people who cared about where they were, like me. Right. And there were others that did not. I,
2: right.
1: Like I said, had I been in Red State, if right. I'd have been in Georgia, I would have voted for her. Um reluctantly but i would have um but yeah and i know several of the people who you know long after the election they've written these rants about you know why she was not the candidate for them and how they felt and that's why i think they are doubling down now against biden and harris and i think it's unfortunate mm.
2: um
1: because like i like i said i get it um, and that does raise a question and this is a topic for another day but how do you know I really think it's the votes that do not go for that main candidate that help bring out that third party mm.
2: Um.
1: but the question has been asked is if you keep voting for the lesser of two evils how do you get your issues addressed they can make promises to the cows come home but what is it that that forces them to now look at my issues because they, they're they counting on my vote. And that's valid because somebody said um, back during that Roy Moore situation, that black women are not political mules mm-hmm. to be used every time a mediocre white candidate needs to win. Correct. No amount of verbal appreciation will do us justice. Turn over the money, the resources, and the power, and then we can
0: talk. And I think that's valid that's valid Uh, i don't
1: think uh, it's uh, it's valid but this year
0: (sighs) well i will say that it's it's absolutely valid and i will like you said i will stick a pin in something that is a conversation for another day Mm -hmm. what we need to be talking about is abolishing the electoral college because as long as we have the electoral college existing the way in which it exists today we will not have a viable third party and there we go run Mm -hmm. in this country because Mm -hmm. it was not set up that way period right continue
1: yeah so I think that the the Democratic Party is continuing to use black women as political mules. Well, and I think Kamala Harris is evidence of that. And I think this, you know, this outcry that was happening last year or earlier this year for a black woman to be the vice presidential candidate is indicative of that. And I don't I was not I did, I pressed like that.
0: I was I not pressed about a black woman I, vice presidential yeah, That wasn't it.
1: I feel like if you pimping my vote.
0: Yeah that that I did not actually care for that. Um, I mean I could see where people felt like you said like them pimping the vote or whatever or them pandering is the you know the statement that people like to say. Mm -hmm. I could see that, but my thing was no, just make it. No, they're pimping the the candidate for our votes, really. But sorry, go ahead. Well, or pandering to a specific Mm -hmm. voter block is Mm -hmm. basically what they were doing. but I think, because my thing was just, you know, who is the best qualified for that particular position? Right, I mean, right. Them. And you there were I mean?
1: some great candidates on the list. You know, we yep. Kamala was on the list, Val yep. Demings, Susan yep. Rice, I think, mm-hmm. was on the list. Um, yep. We know they were talking about Stacey Abrams. But I was shocked when they said, um, honey, Atlanta's man named Keisha. And Keisha, yep. Was on the list, well. Yeah, and of course karen bass was on the list too so you know there yeah. were several you know we don't want to downplay Absolutely. the relevance oops the relevance of these women mm-hmm. but at the same time don't piss on my head and tell me it's raining my kids always be like why are you saying piss on you who's gonna piss on your head and i'm like <laughs> and cold, <laughs>
0: anything else But I think the thing is, and maybe this is where my tiny bit of optimism shows up. Um, But I don't know. I think it's been one of those things of we have been so reliably democratic that, again, I feel like it wasn't until the Roy Moore thing and and Doug Jones Mm -hmm. that it really became like, it was almost like a, a, like I said, like a light bulb went off. It was like, like a jolt. People, mm-hmm. Like people really, really realized like, oh, oh. and then they went back and started. So to that end, I'm actually optimistic and I'm rarely that, um, that wow. they actually understand. Like it wasn't, I don't think it was just blind pandering to mm-hmm, us. Mm-hmm. Like I've, I really feel like they understand like black women are really out here carrying us and so we really do need to understand and listen to and recognize because you have had again like i said so many white women so many allies these days saying mm-hmm. you need to listen to black women like it has mm-hmm. been like this whole awakening of we really do need to listen with, to what black women are saying i, I think I really feel like that
1: i think the underestimating comes in when it's just it's this taking for granted. Right. Breed Newsom think they have before. Breed Newsom said about that Roy Moore and Doug you say his name was Doug Jones. Mhm. She said about that Roy Moore and Doug Jones situation. This narrative about black voters saving Alabama would imply that the majority of white voters, the majority of people in the state wanted to be saved from Moore. Mm. but they didn't. Black voters protected themselves.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so mm-hmm. it's Black people looking out for our best interests,
2: and not Black people we, trying to
0: come help you. And, that's, and that is my point. That's my mm-hmm. point. That that's what we, like, in Black women specifically, we're used to doing that, and mm-hmm. we're going to do it for everybody. Mm-hmm. We're going to protect the, our babies. We're going to protect our men. And when I say our babies, our white babies too. You know what I mean? Like we're going to protect children. Okay. We're going to look out, but that's what, <laughs> you stupid, but that's what we do.
1: Oh, you know, I like know. we
0: look out for, and again, like I said earlier, going back to how our ancestors did, you know, when they, you know, you have so many, hell, older white people that talk about being raised by Miss Laura or whatever, you know, whatever black woman was helping in their household. Mm-hmm. They were raised by these black women. So to me, that's just kind of, that's how we use our vote. Mm -hmm. Now, I think a sidebar, and again, maybe a conversation that we can come back to another day, although we don't really talk, we don't have conversations that center men on here, but, you know, how the Democrats, people say that they don't um, speak to Black men the same way in which they speak to Black women. Yeah, you said that earlier. Elaborate on that. I don't know. Well, I don't know that I... I think that they really speak to us. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know that they really recruit us. I think it's just us being us that you know that it ends up looking that way. That we are a we're we are we're able to like put aside some of the emotion and be like, what's gonna go for the bigger good? You know, what's gonna help for the greater good? Right. Whereas black men a lot of time be in their feelings about stuff and it's like oh, who's it's emotional? Okay. Right you know what I mean, like, okay, but they're better educated, and y'all are going out, eh, eh, whatever, we'll come back to that, <laughs> you know, but that's neither here nor there, um, but yeah, I'm optimistic about I'm glad somebody is i'm 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 only optimistic about the role that they're or i guess I should say the lens within which they're looking at black women now, mm mm-hmm. I'm, 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 yeah, I feel like that, that light came on and they're like, oh, they out here like really caping for everybody. Like, y'all just realized. Is this that? ACB business
1: is what is really. Oh. By the time this airs. Jesus.
0: Did she I just... say that she didn't think calling somebody inward created a hostile work environment? Like, did she she? She she came out her face.
1: Dina. Okay. All
2: right.
0: Uh, mm,
1: mm. Anyway, and if they couldn't keep Kavanaugh off the Supreme Court, yeah, you think they're gonna keep her off? Like, I I really do not see how she ain't gonna get confirmed.
0: It's, I mean, she is like this is nonsense, and quietness is kept. You know there are like white women not happy about her too. Not even just because of her, sure. But like they're even like, okay, you pick like a mediocre one of us. Like, what's exceptional about her?
1: Wait, that's a thing.
0: Yeah, I thought
1: that's not the norm.
0: (laughs) You stupid! stupid. I ain't doing that with you. Stop calling me stupid! I ain't doing that with you.
1: No, I'm just kidding. We we you know we appreciate our our white and our
0: allies. Well, well, not all of them, just the allies. Yes, um, the I, well sister and I ain't
1: calling nobody else no sisterin. Well, y'all still right. ain't coming to the
0: cookout though. We'll have a separate one for y'all. But go ahead. Yeah, yeah, and y'all can bring all the potato salad with the raisins that you want. I ain't <laughs> eating it. But um, but yeah, she hasn't even been like a judge for very long. That's right. So. She barely older than me. Child, Anyway. Anywho. Yeah, anyway, this is a conversation that I don't want to have on another day. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, We'll just table that one all together. Right.
1: I mean, but. we got a lot of nuggets in this one, but at the end of the day, you know, what is our role in this election, Dina? Um, if that's a
0: question that can be answered. I mean, our role is what our role always is. Mm-hmm. And it's to take care of business, which is to um vote for vote for the world that you would like to see how about that the world that you want to leave for your kids and your grandkids
1: i think that a lot of people are missing that part of it you know we talked i think just offhandedly and um either last episode or the one before that about you know, oh, it's just going to be something we have to deal with for another four years. That's, you know, mismanagement for four years. Right. And I think that's a severe understatement. And that's what's concerning to me. So,
2: right.
1: you know, I don't I don't want, and I don't want mismanagement for another four
0: years. But what I'm fearful of is... Mismanagement is like the least of our concerns. Yeah. Sure. It sure. is the absolute, like, minimal bar at this point. I got into a conversation
1: with a friend of mine um, and she said, you know, well, this is why it's important to vote local. And I hear that, but I also said, you know, I didn't realize how much power the president wielded that was still local until this election. And I Mm -hmm. saw the idiotic stuff that was happening. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: You know, Betsy DeVos Mm -hmm. speaks directly to me as an educator.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: really, because she's, she's part of the reason why we're going back to school here in, in the metro area.
0: Mm-hmm. A lot of numbers are surging.
1: You know, it, it makes no sense. You have this freaking genius surgeon
2: mm-hmm.
1: who, for some reason, when you get into any area or any topic outside of medicine, mm-hmm. he's Neural a big surgery, dummy.
0: but. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Or neuro, outside of neurosurgery. Yeah. yeah is it that specific?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like,
1: how in the world do you are you making the decisions you're making as, that pertain to housing? Like, yeah. we're stuck with this stuff.
0: Yeah. 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 And, you know, it, it's to your point, absolutely. But then you add on to that just the um the lack of leader, like you say lack of leadership and people just think that that's a vague thing but no you actually have a global pandemic and you have a president not only lying to the people about what um you know specifically the disease can do and how it's transmitted and stuff like that meddling in the cdc which has, like you said, local um, ramifications, right? Yes. Um, But then also the whole thing of allowing governors to just figure out how they're going to deal with it. Like that impacts us on a local level. So we have some places where they're masked and some places where they're not. So again, yes, local elections are absolutely important, but the stuff that we're seeing is top down. Yeah. It is absolutely top down. So If y'all haven't already voted, if you are a
1: registered voter and if you have not voted, you got today and tomorrow. No, actually, you don't have today. Can you vote early on Monday before the election? Or is that weekend the last early voting day?
0: The weekend is the last. The weekend. So So if you haven't voted as of now, go out tomorrow and stand in line. Just stand in line and make sure you take your snacks and your chair whatever else you, whatever provisions you need yes whatever provisions you need to get out there and do it
1: please please lord jesus i I need us to have a win on
0: this time yeah i really need a win and to that point my 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 outro for today oh yeah this time for Dina's outro this is this is how i'm i'm feeling i don't i don't even want to talk about let's matter of fact Let's close the people out and I'll play my outro.
1: Well, we hope you all are enjoying Venus outro. We're gonna remind you all to please make sure that you follow us in all our social media on Twitter and Instagram and on Facebook although I've been a little lax on that Facebook thing because I I just kinda cut Facebook off but I, I, I need to get back on there but you can still reach us there and find our our older episodes um, make sure that whatever platform that you're listening on that you give us a thumbs up or a like or whatever is required there and hey leave a, view, leave a review and also tell a friend to listen to your favorite episode tell a friend to tell a friend and in the meantime y'all it oh be great and vote and vote Go We
0: got the fight for Police think they now over the law. Yeah. Wanna give a short sticks, but we really need a long. To the boys in the hood, just some bullets and batons. the boys in the hood, triple Ks on to the house.